Thanks, um, Richard. So I'm going to be speaking a bit about coal and a lot of what we've been talking about, especially in South Africa, but globally comes down to the burning of fossil fuels. Oh, sorry, my name's Glenn Tyler. I'm from 350, if you've come late. Um, yeah, so a lot of what we've been talking about comes down to the burning of fossil fuels and coal being the dirtiest of those and most a uh, problem for climate change. Um, the two sides of this, uh, we obviously have a coal problem, but luckily coal has a problem too. Um, and that is being shown up globally in that um, despite Trump's best efforts, the coal um, sector is in decline in the US. There have been a lot of bankruptcies there. Um, and very recently, Germany has announced that they will um, get out of coal entirely by 2038. Again, um, not nearly as ambitious enough, but um, a, a, a firm move in that direction. There's also been, we were just talking about um, uh, the financial sector and what they're doing. Um, there's been a lot of work globally um, to get insurers um, out of coal, to st um, have them stop insuring coal plants. And that's been very successful with a number of big international insurers, such as AXA, Allianz, um, Hanover RE, Munich RE. Lloyds and others, um, all making various commitments to move away from insuring coal. In South Africa, um, financial institutions have made similar moves. Um, Standard Bank has said that they won't uh, finance new coal plants, um, and recently Nedbank said that they won't finance any additional coal plants to what they were committed to. Um, and very recently um, have said that they will actually withdraw their financing from um, the two coal independent power producers that Nicole mentioned, which is fantastic news. We're waiting to see whether our development bank, and I always find this, this is an irony, them being called a development bank who are still investing, or at least um, in word, saying that they will invest in the, um, or finance these coal plants. So we're waiting to see what, whether the DBSA will follow suit. Um, the problem that coal has and um, what's being shown up globally is not only the environmental issue, there's obviously a big finance component to this. Um, coal is becoming more and more expensive when viewed next to um, alternatives such as renewable energy. And that's, um, you know, without the externalities that we obviously, particularly in South Africa, are very aware of, the health externalities, um, the cost of or the amount of water that coal consumes in what is already a water-scarce country and will only um, become more so um, under climate change. On your um, flash drive, um, we've added a, a small flyer about some of these, these costs. It's based on research that the um, Energy Research Center at UCT did um, with the Center for Environmental Rights and shows that the two new um, coal IPPs that are proposed and these two new coal power plants will cost 20 billion rand more than the least cost scenario that I think um, somebody was talking about earlier. So, and that's largely renewable energy. Um, so the same amount of electricity, um, if we get it from coal, is going to cost us 20 billion rand more. And that's money that could provide up to 4 million um, child support grants, um, 164,000 new homes, um, or a three-year course for 187,000 students, which is obviously particularly pertinent in the fact that we're trying to have a just energy transition and we need to train people in these new technologies such as renewable energy. 
a lot of the campaigns that have been um, led against coal, um, the Center for Environmental Rights and two of their clients, um, Earthlife Africa and Groundwork, um, under the Life After Coal campaign have been doing fantastic work um, in bringing the coal developers and the government up short in terms of their support for these coal plants. Um, and we're seeing that despite their best efforts, um, there is a line being held that at least there's no new um, no new coal plants have been um, started. Thanks, Yoga. We spoke about the IRP, and there is um, less coal in the IRP. There still are these two um, coal-fired power plants in the energy plan. But it's not through our inaction that we're going to beat this. And I think the, uh, what all of the speakers before me have said is the ambition and the the fact that we're just not doing enough fast enough. There was a slide that showed the decommissioning of our various coal plants um, in South Africa. The IPCC 1.5 degree report that a number of um, people have spoken about, the biggest takeaway for me on that is that globally we need to decrease the amount of coal we burn by two-thirds by 2030. That's 11 years away. And when you think that we have so much of our electricity in South Africa coming from coal, that's a massive decrease, and what the decommissioning rates that are sort of business as usual type rates for the end of life of these coal plants are just not nearly sufficient. They're wholly insufficient, and we need to decommission these plants a lot sooner. So as soon as we can, we need to stop putting our effort into stopping new coal plants and actually taking the current coal plants offline, and as my colleagues have said, making sure that there's a just transition to renewable energy as quickly as possible. And what's needed from government, as the sort of theme of this um, session this morning says, is a really strong plan to do that. Thanks.